Hey, Grumpy Girlfriends! Warm welcome to episode 8 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. This week, we are going to dive into one of the biggest grumpiness topics in any relationship. Jealousy. There are so many resources and experts and inspirational quotes all over the internet about jealousy and how to deal with it. So I didn't want to create an entire episode just regurgitating what's already out there. I want to offer you something that only I can offer, which is my own journey with jealousy and how I finally overcame it. This is a topic that is very vulnerable for me to talk about because there's a lot of shame and guilt involved and I'm just in the past six months or so coming out on the other side of six long years of crippling jealousy. So it's sensitive, it's new, and I'm still working on it every single day. This path that I'm going to share with you today, the one that I took, is not going to work for everyone, but I know that there is someone out there who will benefit from hearing my story, and if this episode can plant a seed in your brain that one day blooms into full relief from jealousy, it will have served its purpose. So before I met my boyfriend, I didn't think that I would be jealous at all. Isn't that what most people say? That before they're in that situation, they didn't think it would be as big of a problem as it was. Well, that was me anyway. But as time went on and we officially became a couple, the jealousy started. And to be honest, I think it has been the root cause of most of my grumpiness through the years. It has been so crippling and caused so much anxiety that I've been to therapy for it more than once. I was jealous of my boyfriend's female friends. I was jealous of mutual female friends. I was jealous of girls on Instagram. I was jealous of potential girls playing computer games with him online. I was jealous of women in porn. I was jealous of female co-workers, I was jealous of his ex-girlfriends, anyone I could be jealous about, I was. And it was pure torture. My jealousy was rooted in a belief that I'm not as great as people think I am. I've spent the majority of my adult life on the internet with a lot of people following me and constantly telling me how great they think I am. But behind the scenes, I know I wasn't that great. I knew I was a shitty person, and anyone who stayed around long enough and really got to know me, they would eventually realize how grumpy and nasty and awful I was. And I'm not making all of this shit up out of nowhere. Believing that I'm a shitty person and that my boyfriend eventually will realize that all other girls on the planet are more happy, funny, carefree, and relaxed than I am led to me acting like a total bitch all the time. The thing we fear the most and think about all the time is usually what our brains work to create. The brain wants our external reality to match what we believe to be true, whether it's positive or negative. Remember last week's episode about our confirmation bias? Well, the brain always wants to be right. 
So if I need to push away my boyfriend and make sure he leaves me for someone better, I'm going to make sure that that comes true. So I just acted like a nasty person all of those years. And all because our brains would rather suffer and be right than be wrong. Now, my boyfriend didn't leave me for some strange reason. He stayed and he always did his best to make sure I was happy. He never tried to make me jealous and really tried to adjust to all the things I thought that I needed in order to get over the way I was feeling. But none of it worked because he was never the problem. Other girls were never the problem. It was just my brain. And my brain can create jealousy no matter what's going on around me. So trying to solve the problem by controlling the external world, that is impossible to control, by the way, (laughs) is 100% pointless. My jealousy has led to so many behaviors that I am ashamed of and regret today, But I also have compassion for my past self because I didn't know any better. If I would have known better, I would have done better. But I was living at the mercy of my brain and my emotions and I didn't know how to be in control of all of that that was going on. I have gone through my boyfriend's follow list on Instagram and unfollowed people with his permission, of course. He told me to do it to make me feel better. Um, I have snapped at my boyfriend in front of other people at parties because I have thought that he spoke to the wrong person for way too long. I have trained my brain to get really angry as a defense whenever I see my boyfriend's phone or computer because I'm terrified that I will see something I don't want to see. I have stopped listening to and dismissed what my boyfriend has been saying if he ever mentions a girl when telling a story. I have terrorized my boyfriend when he's been out with his friends, making up all kinds of weird rules about how he should act and what he should do. I've done all the things a grumpy girlfriend does when she's terrified of not being good enough, not being desired, not being as lovable as all other girls on the planet. So how did I go about changing these habits that my brain had learned over the past couple of years? I'll try to break it down for you in somewhat of a chronological order of my progress. The first thing I learned was that my thoughts create my feelings and my feelings drive my actions. My thoughts are all optional. Feelings aren't dangerous. And I can actually be in control of my actions. These concepts laid the foundation of everything that I have built my progress and my coaching business on top of. I knew my boyfriend wasn't making me jealous. I knew my brain believed things I didn't want to believe and that I somewhere knew weren't true. But learning that a thought is just a thought and actually has no power over me unless I decide that it's true made a huge difference. The primitive part of my brain has only one job. That job is to keep me alive. Avoid pain, seek pleasure, and conserve energy at all costs. When a thought like, 
your boyfriend is going to leave you to be with a porn star, pops into my head. That's a huge threat, according to my primitive brain. Being left means being rejected. Rejection from the group means that your chances of survival severely decrease. (laughs) When a threat shows up, my primitive brain is not going to just let it slide by unnoticed. It's going to grab onto that thought, overthink about it, overanalyze it, mentally live through the scenario 50 times to see all the possible things that might happen. And then the feeling that is generated from that, whether it's jealousy, fear, panic, anxiety, rejection, etc., will make me act like a crazy person around my boyfriend. My little primitive brain will do all it can to protect me from this rejection. You might have heard of the different stress responses that we can experience. Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. When I feared that my boyfriend would leave me and my brain registered that as a threat, my protection of choice was to fight. And that doesn't have to mean that you literally fight with your partner, but I would be grumpy, rude, passive-aggressive, pick fights over the smallest things, etc., just to somehow protect myself. When I finally understood that this is what my brain is designed to do, and I actually have something called a prefrontal cortex, a more evolved, intellectual, human part of my brain that can override my primitive brain's programming, I finally felt that control come back to me. And I'm pretty sure you who's listening to this right now, you have experienced this back and forth battle between your primitive brain and your prefrontal cortex. You have felt your primitive brain freak out and your intellectual, logical brain argue against it, but you haven't known quite what to do with that information. And maybe most of the time, that primitive part of your brain wins but it doesn't have to be that way. The next thing that I practiced believing to overcome my jealousy was that my boyfriend is an adult human being. He is actually 32 years old. He's going to stay with me, leave me, cheat on me, lie to me, run off with a waitress somewhere, and do whatever the hell he wants, whether I try to stop him or not. He has this thing called free will. He gets to do exactly all the things he wants to do, and there is absolutely nothing I can do about it. No one who's ever been cheated on was cheated on because they didn't do enough to stop it. I think we all can agree on that. And I know this concept might sound absolutely horrible to some of you, but to me, it was a relief. I had spent six years trying to prevent my boyfriend from doing all of these things that he doesn't even want to do. And if he did want to do them, me trying to stop him wasn't going to make a difference. I had wasted so much time and energy and anxiety 
trying to control him and trying to prevent things from happening, when in reality, I have no control over any of it, ever. All I have control over is myself. Had I been controlling myself during these years? Obviously not. Instead, I had spent all my time trying to control him. Seriously, your partner gets to do whatever the fuck they want. There are no rules that can stop them from exercising their free will. No marriage certificate, no laws, no agreements, no promises. Nothing will ever stop a person from doing what they want to do. And you know what the best part is? If they ever were to do any of those things, there will be consequences that they need to face because of it. And that is where you have power. That is where you are in control. You get to be who you want to be. You get to show up as the partner you want to be and enjoy your relationship. Until the day your partner exercises their free will to do whatever they want... And that free will crosses a boundary that you have. When your boundary is crossed, then you get to decide what you are going to do as a response. Just as the law that says you're not allowed to murder another person doesn't stop people from murdering. (laughs) A law just shows what's going to happen if you exercise your free will to murder. There will be consequences. And if your partner exercises their free will to cheat on you or lie to you or do something else, then you decide what you are going to do in response to that. And I swear to you, nothing helped me overcome my jealousy as much as truly accepting and believing these thoughts. Now that my boyfriend goes out with friends or sits in front of his computer or scrolls on his phone, I can rest easy knowing that he is going to be him. He is going to be an adult with free will. And he's going to do exactly what he wants to do, think what he wants to think, and feel how he wants to feel. And none of it can be controlled by me. It might sound a bit cold, like I've stopped caring about my boyfriend and that I've just given up on the relationship. But that's the opposite of the truth. Now that I actually see my boyfriend as an equal, as an independent, responsible adult, I feel more love for him. I feel a stronger connection and way more confident in the relationship that we have. Seeing your partner as a person to be controlled and that needs your either mental or physical babysitting 24-7 so they won't do something bad does very little to increase the love, intimacy, and connection you feel in that relationship. And finally, the thing that I have practiced most recently that also has made a huge difference in the way I feel about my boyfriend in relation to other women, is that I want him to engage with other women. 
And the fact that I can now confidently and calmly believe that to be true, that's evidence of how far I have come. Before, I didn't want him to follow any women, look at any women, watch any female YouTubers or streamers. I didn't want him to be anywhere near any of them. Now, after I've done all of this work on myself, that way of thinking is insane to me. Do I want to be with a partner, with a man, who does not interact with, listen to, or watch any women do anything? Do I want to be with a man who only values and listens to males in all areas of his life? Hell no! I want him to value, appreciate, enjoy, be entertained by, and listen to women. Because today, that tells me something about the kind of person that he is, about the kind of man that he is. Before, if I would have seen him watch a female YouTuber, my brain would have exploded and immediately gone into fight-or-flight mode. It would have screamed, he's in love with her, he wants her, he's going to leave you for her. (laughs) Now, I'm glad that he can watch women and men on YouTube the exact same way that I do. And honestly, if he likes her, thinks that she's pretty, or maybe even has a celebrity crush on her, so what? It's not as if I don't think that males on social media are attractive or fun or entertaining to watch. So why should it be any different for him? To wrap it up, I want to assure you that I have not completely managed to shut my primitive brain off. It still freaks out quite often. It still sends out those, we're gonna die, signals to my body that gets my heart beating really fast and makes me want to go straight into grumpy defense mode. But I have learned how to override it. I have learned how to not let that part of my brain control my life anymore. And I promise you, if you were where I was before, If you're ashamed of how you behave or feel guilty about how you treat your partner, you can learn all the things that I have learned. You can retrain your brain and override that survival instinct. It is possible and it's work that is totally worth doing. Not only because it makes your relationship a lot less strained, but most importantly, because it gives you your freedom back. It gives you your power back and lets you live the life that you want to live without constantly being on the lookout for potential danger. If this is work that you want to do for yourself, I would be honored to help you and walk you through this challenging but so rewarding process. Go to katrinbandcom forward slash apply to send in an application to work with me. I will get back to you as soon as possible and we'll set up a meeting to discuss how to move forward. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you again next week. Bye-bye.